Hey everybody, coming to you live from Louisville, Kentucky. We're at uh, the Jack Fry restaurant right now. Oh, nice. What are you having, man? <laughs> no. Uh, well, that was a little background from the Jack Fry yeah, restaurant. but I didn't know that you did that. Safe that's, and sound in that was Milwaukee. Cool. Kind of alarming at the beginning. I was like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I know. But nice touch. I like that. So we're going to re- do a recap on our trip to Kentucky, just talk about all the exciting things, and also do a review on, as you already know, no surprise, because you, uh, <laughs> you read the caption of this podcast. Oh, yeah. We're doing uh, Elmer T. Lee, uh, a review of that, somewhere in the middle of this, this episode. Yeah. <clears throat> when we get to talking about Buffalo Trace, I, I would assume. Yeah. So you went down early. I mean, you're talking like Sunday. You went down, right? Yeah, we're we're there for a good week, my wife and I. So we get seven days. Um, didn't do too much of anything when we got there Sunday, other than checking out Total Wine, obviously, and put up some nice stuff. As this recording is out, I'm thinking most of the people that follow us on Instagram already saw the stuff that we picked up. Including right. um, your stuff. The um, top three picks, anyways. Yeah, yeah. Um, and some others. Yeah. Monday, did more shopping. And I want to say Tuesday, if I'm correct, that's when we actually did our first tour. And that was in uh, downtown Louisville at Prohibition Craft and Spirits. So, the people that made the New Lou products. Oh, okay. So, that was a cool tour. Um, everything that they had to offer, whiskey not included, was <laughs> outstanding. Their vodka was great. The rum, the tequila was, or actually they don't tequila. call it tequila. They call it agave since it's not huh. made in Mexico. But they have one. That's unsmoked. Like yeah. Like mezcal. <clears throat> yeah, it's like a mezcal, but what is it? What's the R? Resposoto or whatever right, it's called. Right, <laughs> Can't remember the name. The but second yeah, tier. The second tier. But they had one aged in their whiskey barrel for, I want to say, three years. And, man, it was f- phenomenal. Hmm. But good tour guide. Um, as you know, they're sourced as well from MGP. Huh, so we got to see their... So they don't distill anything? Uh, not that I know of, to my knowledge, um, they're almost similar to another place that we're going to talk about, Starlight. They they do a lot of Finnish stuff, right, right. like apple brandy, honey, stuff like that. But overall, the tour was great. Um, Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday was great, too. Um, Maker's Mark, beautiful place. Ooh. Super cool. It was a nice day, too. So beautiful. Now, is that in Louisville? No, that is in out in the rural part of Kentucky. I'm trying to remember what part of Kentucky that is. It's not Lawrenceburg. That's Fort Roses. Lexington. Wasn't that far, was it? No, it wasn't in Lexington either. I can't remember where Maker's Mark is. Maybe by the end of the show, I'll look that up and give out the right stuff. But it wasn't like 20-minute drive. Yeah, a little bit further out. Oh, really? Maybe, it was. maybe 30 okay. minutes or so. Oh. We have to take this crazy... Like literally, <laughs> back country road where like two cars can't even be oh on it. Lot, I don't know why the GPS and hills. Yeah, too, it is there. crazy. Like when you approach a hill coming up, you can't see over it. So hey. you're like, hopefully there's nothing <laughs> coming. But the only way there is like every car that you drove by, they it, it remind me in the small town that I grew up in in Virginia. Everyone just waved at you. <laughs> you yeah, just yeah. drove by, which was cool. Yeah, I wasn't expecting the the southern hospitality so <laughs> yeah, much. They, I just they definitely got it in Kentucky. Being around the Midwest for so long, I, yeah, I need to get different. down south more because you know everybody's laid back. They want to talk, chill, man. They just chill. They want just it's like, great. How are you doing? He's like, we're total strangers. What do you mean? Yeah, <laughs> I love they're it. all all okay with that. You know? Yeah, it's their thing. But Maker's Mark, it it was awesome. Um, nice. Uh, facility that they have there i will say that even though we're going to get the buffalo trace buffalo trace scenery was nice but man maker's mark is on another 
level hmm. the way they do with their rick houses and all that good stuff and it's crazy when we went on the tasting like standard 90s uh 90 proof maker <laughs> not a fan of but for some reason i don't know what it was it tasted so good <laughs> at the distillery i was like did they have it out for a little bit to get some yeah. air but every product that they had I wonder if they cherry pick a little bit because I don't know, man. I but it was that everywhere we went. It was like I was this like, is so good. I can't remember ninety proof makers tasting like this. Um but yeah, cool tour. Um got some nice products. Ashley picked up two bottles of uh makers F A E O two, which I couldn't get it here in Wisconsin, but was able to get it at their gift shop. Um and then after that, we went to the to Willet and had lunch at the bar at Willet, which was cool. Um, outstanding bar. The cocktails were great. <laughs> hmm. um, cool. It was just amazing. And the egg sandwich that they have. You got is, that picture you sent me? It is you great. sent the team? It is great. Group. So good. And then we, we, we kind of met up Thursday after. Yeah. After Starlight. Yep. So Wednesday, we were we drove down on Wednesday night, mm-hmm. and you drove down during the day, right? Yeah, we left early Sunday morning. Drove down during the day, and then you drove back during the day, right? Yeah, yeah. So we drove down at night, and you know there's this area in northern Indiana. It's about 25 miles long patch of these wind turbines. Mm-hmm. Right? As far as the eye can see in both directions, you just look everywhere. It's wind turbines. And they're kind of like on a grid, you know, spaced out like two, 500 yeah, we, feet. Yeah, we passed through those too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is the first time going through there at night, and it is totally different. Uh, really? It's It was really windy, so they were really kind of <laughs> churning. And uh, they all the, all the lights, they have this really bright red light on the top of them. Uh-huh. And they all flash in unison. So it's like, bonk. Are we in the twilight zone? Bonk. And, yeah, and it's like, it is really oh, strange. Man. Yeah, because Emily, she she doesn't like seeing them during the day, so I can only oh. imagine how it is at night. There was this, it was cloudy, and off in the distance, there was this town lighting up the sky. So there was this kind of lit background backdrop. And then you get the silhouette of these things just churning, you know, yeah. huge machines churning yeah. and flashing red everywhere. It's, I, you know, Indiana has that, which is kind of scary and ominous for especially a little kid growing up on a barn exactly. or a, a yeah. farm. You see that? Out his window going, like, uh, what is going on out there? <laughs> and then we got Gary, Indiana. You know, it's like, so did you guys actually drive through there? You guys actually drove through? Gary? No, we didn't yeah, drive through Gary. Yeah, we dodged that part. It is it's weird. Like we we drove around Indianapolis. Like we really didn't get to see it on the way, but on the way back here to Milwaukee, we actually they actually took us through the city of Indianapolis on the way back, which was weird. Huh. It's like so we went through the Colts um, stadium, Luke, Lucas Oil uh, okay. stadium, and stuff. And I was like, why is it taking us this why way? Why a different path? That's... But back Maybe to your a point. Construction? There yeah, was maybe, a ton of construction. Maybe. every But mile. one thing I wanted to mention, like, uh, when we left early Sunday morning, I don't know how it was for you guys, but um, it, the drive wasn't bad at all. I mean, close to six hours, and especially if you broke it up yeah. like you guys did, it's yeah. like a, yes. not bad at all. No, it wasn't. No. I'm definitely going back. Oh, yeah. Uh, that <laughs> I was, am, too. That was just... Here's here's why here's one of the reasons why we stopped in we drove down to Indianapolis stayed the night there did some shopping there and I found Storied Company this little boutique Scotch store slash wine store yeah shout out and to it's them like seems like they, they have a they handpick all this stuff it's like they have an impressive establishment yeah there. two guys one's an Englishman oh um, Simon. That makes a lot of sense. And one's an Irishman, Dennis. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense, too. And they know their stuff. Yeah. They really know yeah. their stuff. They've got a great um, email, like newsletter thing they send out, talking about uh, 
batch of whatever that they got in. Mm-hmm. And you can buy their stuff, and they they can store it there. They got a huge and storage can, facility. You can just and pick, it, pick up. it up anytime. So I if can, you wanted a bottle by living here in Milwaukee, you know, if you can't be there like a month or two from now, you are still guaranteed that bottle. Yeah. That's you cool. just buy it online and buy it through them over the phone or whatever, and then they'll store it there for years. Which the drive is not that bad. What is that? No. Three? Five hours, maybe? Five, maybe? Maybe. Four and four. Four? And, yeah, four and a half. Four, four, almost five. Um, cool. But I'm always getting this, now that I'm getting their emails, their newsletters, I'm I'm seeing all this stuff come in. I'm like, man, oh, I want to yeah, buy this. I want to buy that. I wanna, <laughs> yeah. I want to get this. I want to get that. So I will be making some choice picks through them and driving back down one of these days to pick yeah, up my just let me know i'll do that match. because i unfortunately man different dylan didn't cross paths until after all that stuff he had a crazy experience in indianapolis indiana and i also had a crazy one in indiana too which is is a kentucky episode but it's crazy it brings me back to Starlight when we went there for the tour, and, and that, that was, was the just, same. That was the same, same day, day, right? It was yeah. Thursday. Now we're talking. Yeah, which is not too far from Louisville. They're about maybe twenty to thirty minutes huh. uh, from Louisville in Starlight, Indiana, and um, Christian Huber, one of the master distillers there, because they're family owned. Um, he treated us really good there. I mean, they all did. It, it was just amazing. Yeah, you guys were like stoked when you we met up at the house. <laughs> yeah, it was great. That sounded like a great. He took uh, us to one of their warehouses where you know they have all the barrel picks and all this stuff, and it was almost like we were picking a barrel. That's how they were treating us. And I was like, man, one day, one day, definitely, definitely going back there. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was. Super cool. Like, they treated us like family, and their establishment is nice with the wine. They got their own creamery there. I mean, they're in everything. Their restaurant was phenomenal. It's like, it was crazy. Crazy. It seems like this whole whiskey thing that they're doing was their last resort. Like, well, let's just, might as well just do whiskey now. And we all had their whiskey. So. They got they have like a huge property, right? Yeah, it's huge. They they have their own. Uh, I guess they make their own honey because it looked like they had their bee. Well, not hives, but whatever they their beekeeper keeps mm-hmm. their stuff. That's all on the property. Yeah, those boxes. So, yeah. So that was cool. Um. Yeah, and then um, definitely going. You back bought a there. bunch of bottles there. Too. Yeah. Yeah, and we. He let us taste some limited stuff that, you know, previously sold out and huh. was like just poor ass stuff. And, nice. Um, and one thing was funny, I sent this to Amon, but we actually saw Amon's, one of his barrels in there that he picked. <laughs> and I sent that to him, which was cool. Did it? Was it like a handwritten note, like save this yeah, for said Amon? Amon's. Yeah, it was <laughs> just posted up on there. So, obviously, he has something coming in the near future from them. And, uh, yeah, after that, we all met at our Airbnb, and then we all were at the opening intro, Jack Fry's. Jack Fry's for dinner that night. Pretty good place. Super loud. Yeah. Super loud. I mean, they had a piano player that you couldn't even hear. Yeah. (laughs) And if you did hear him... You'll think that it will be a recording because he was playing so effortless and perfect yeah, on the piano. Really good. He was amazing. Yeah. And then we uh, kind of took it out early because it was a day of drinking. Obviously, Starlight kind of put most of us in the the bucket because <laughs> I was like, "Whoa!" Because <sighs> you were trying. Thankfully, stuff yeah. Left and right. Thankfully, we had a designated driver, so that was great. Um, but we had a big day planned for Friday, which brings us to our topic of, uh, let's, yeah, Buffalo, Buffalo Trace. Trace. <laughs> uh, I want to, I want, I'm going to let Dylan start off on this cause I already knew what to expect, even though it was my first time there, but not mine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, well, 
Um, it was both our first I, time. But, I, yeah, yeah, both our first time, but I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. <laughs> um, first of all, the smell when you get out of your car. <laughs> it's crazy. It's insane. <laughs> it, it was more insane there at Buffalo Trace than any of the other distilleries we went to. Yeah. It the was just rolling roll, right? down the hill. I mean, it was just, it was thick. This And it smelled fantastic everywhere. Oh, pouring that Elmer yeah, T. So while Dylan's here we go. Elmer T. Lee. Um, and there's this humongous line of people. And it's like Disneyland. They ask, yeah, like Disney. And they're it's crazy. They got a guy out in the parking lot as you're approaching. And they're like, are you here for the tour or are you here for the gift shop? And I'm like, well, for the tour. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, skip this line, go right to the front, go into the building, and go up to the counter. Get your uh, wristband for your for your tour. All those other people were there just to buy a bottle of Blanton's or Buffalo Trace or anything they can yeah. get their hands on. So at the gift shop at Buffalo Trace, I don't I don't know if they do this every Friday or whatever it is, but whenever they're open to the public as far as tours and stuff like that, they always have special releases during the week. So no one never knows what you will stumble on. And it seems like Friday mornings are the days that they will drop Blanton's. And everyone and their mom knows that, obviously. But it's so crazy, even for the local people that live there. (laughs) They're they're based on a limit. Like, if they get two Blanton's, they can't get another Blanton's in like... 90 days. Yeah, 90 days or so. Yeah, they track them. Yeah, they track them. (laughs) So that's how crazy it is. And the couple... That me and Dylan were with, we went with two other couples. But the other couple, they've been there numerous of times. And it's been a while since they've been to Buffalo Trace. And they weren't even expecting the amount of people. Like when we were driving oh, really? up, Kevin was like, So it's changed is, since the last time <laughs> what they are, were there. What are all these people doing here? We used to could just walk yeah. up there with no problem. But the, the hype is real. There's some real madness going on for, yeah. for Blanton's. People were like literally running just to get the Blantons, which was crazy because I'm one of those people that I hate the hype and hate supporting stuff like Blantons or any of the Buffalo Trace products because the way people react to it and the secondary prices to it and and it the lotteries and yeah. So when we first got there. I'm already irritated. Like, <laughs> I enjoyed this experience, but I'm like, it's not going to be any Blanton's left because we're going to do this tour and look at the line. The line was so long that even if we wanted to get Blanton's, we wouldn't be able to do it because we had a tour at 10 o'clock or wherever it is. So we went on the tour and you kind of just forget about it. And our minds were like, well, so much for Blanton's. Gift we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll see what they have the left first. Yeah, we we'll see what they have left after. But the tour was great. The tour was awesome. We and, had this... and we did the free tour too, which was oh yeah. I I think that was free. Okay. Uh, apparently, the hard hat tour is no longer available. Yeah, but they have another version of that, oh, really? which was the, sold out. One? Yeah. Okay. Well, the free. Really, that was free. I didn't yeah, know I think that was free. If I'm correct. It, really, they treat. The free people tour people that night. Nice. Yeah, I think that tour was free if I'm not mistaken. Awesome. Well, that's yeah. an awesome free tour. Because I'll let the cat out of the bag here. At the end of that tour, we w- went into the tasting room. And they're like, <laughs> we know you're all here for Blanton's, right? Yeah. Well, we're all sold out in the a, gift shop. It was like a Oprah moment. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> if you look behind you. There's bottles of Blantons. Yeah. Everybody can get to a two, to a person. And, and, you know, the, the and one of the guys in the front, with... one of the guys in the front, were like, "How how much are they?" She was like, "Oh, sixty five bucks." Yeah. So that whole moment that I was a hater, I was an appreciator. After that, I was like, "Come on, Papa." That was really <laughs> awesome of Buffalo Trace to do that. that I mean, yeah. that shows that they. I wouldn't have so really many people care. complain about it that they were because Kevin said they'd never done that. Before, because it it does stink if you put the effort on going on the tour, and especially after you paid for one, two, and you miss out on the 
you know, what the point. Yeah. I mean, our 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 yeah. main and you point. Get there early. Our main point wasn't going there just to get Blanton's. But no, it would have been nice to actually get it, which actually worked out. Yeah. But um, the tour was great. Uh, brings me back to the point with the makers. I don't know what they did with that standard buffalo trace, but it was uh, crazy delicious. <laughs> you're not kidding. I was like, I, we what? all agreed, it was super. So when we got Super back Sunday, good. I had a 1.75 liter of Buffalo Trace unopened that I bought back in 2017. Never opened it. So I cracked it that Sunday night and it, it brought, was, it brought it, back memories. Yeah, huh? it was really, really good. I was yeah. like, wow. I like got I said, my hands on a bottle since I've been back. Yeah. I've been searching for it and I got one bottle. I was a Buffalo Trace fanboy i'm more of a jim beam guy now even though we're gonna get to that tour later highly disappointed by that um but anyway on to buffalo trace i I love all their products but it kind of just makes you feel like "Eh, yeah buffalo trace is okay because the way that people react to it is just it's just crazy yeah it's kind of crazy a bummer that that's happening like most of that stuff should still be on the shelf you know Sometimes yeah. I, I think that Buffalo Trace does it on, on purpose just to make people go crazy and well, like to what? see people react to it. If you can get Buffalo Trace in your area, go for it. Cause oh, yeah. I can't get it here in Milwaukee. It's crazy. I, I mean, every place and I if go you into do, is like, no. Or and if you do get it. One bottle that is a lottery yeah. only. And if you so do get it. one, I know they're going to raise the price. And I've never seen one on the shelf that was outrageous with price, but it's going to be limit one. Right, limit one, and it was about thirty bucks. Yeah, <clears throat> bottle. Now, kick myself because I was standing there in the gift shop looking at, and there were all, all these bottles there. of Buffalo Trace, and no one's touching them. And I'm like, yeah, I'll grab a bottle of White Dog. I'll grab a <laughs> bourbon cream, a bourbon cream, no, which is fantastic too. We got some of that, and what else? Candles and yeah, we did the maple same syrup. Thing. Yeah, and I'm like, we did all that. Uh, too. I can get Buffalo Trace anywhere, you know. Yeah. And it was twenty seven dollars a bottle, their price. Mm-hmm. And I could have just went like this, just filled my cart yeah. full of Buffalo Trace, and I could have bought all those bottles. Which would have been good. Now, now you can't seem to find it anywhere. But uh, another cool thing about Buffalo Trace was uh, there's this black mold on everything. Like the trees, trees, all black. And the buildings had all this black on them. And we went in the springtime, and there was this like flowers coming out, and like new leafs budding and a contrast with all that black and the bright made colors for, and the bright blue sky Beautiful. it was just man it made for a great uh scene yeah. that whole scene was yeah. awesome mm-hmm. just a just a real vibe there that was that was my favorite hands oh, yeah. down yeah I, I will say before we even get to the stuff on saturday but overall for me buffalo trace first and then Maker's Mark, actually, it might be a tie between the two because those those tours were both great because I think you appreciate the Maker's Tour, too. I'm sure I would. Because it was so beautiful in the way that they did that uh, the ceiling into one of those Rick houses with all the colors and all this stuff at Maker's. It was oh, like, yeah. The man, glass? that was so cool. That was the glass, right? Yeah, that was yeah. so cool, man. Huh. So since we're talking about Buffalo Trace, as Dylan mentioned, we're having... Elmer T. Lee. Haven't sipped it yet, but some of you know about Elmer T. Lee. The hype is real with that one. <laughs> so this is a single barrel, um, 90 proofer. Um, mash bill, I'm not sure what the mash bill is. Sour mash. Yeah, it's a sour mash. Huh. And um trying to remember the, the age. I can't remember what... Just How long aged. is it aged for? It doesn't say on the bottle. Yeah, I don't know how long it is aged for, but this is uh, supposedly, or supposed to, this is how much I paid for it. I paid MSRP for it, and it was 40 bucks. Sweet. Secondary for this could go up to 300 uh, 4 maybe. Depending on where you are. Depending on where you are, you're not going to get it for 40 bucks. Um, But I I, I think it's a non-age dated 
um, product. So I, I really don't know. Hmm. But um, yeah, a lot of people go crazy over this. They they do have a 100 proof um, Elmer Tilly, which I know I will never get my hands on that. And once this bottle is gone, I don't think I will ever see. Uh, actually, um, one of my guys in Virginia at the ABC store, oh, okay. they, they were able to get it there and he shipped it to me. Ooh. Not quite like Buffalo Trace. Like no. I, I I do like sour mash products, but they're not my jam. I can tell it's aged quite a bit. Yeah, it's I wish they young had it on fiery spirit. It's a uh, it's very subdued, delicate. Not in your face. Slap you around. Man, this is solid for a $40 bottle. Mm. $300, $400? Not worth it. <laughs> no. If people pay that, I I don't know if they just want to collect the bottle and not open it. or Because it's not a $300 whiskey. This but it's is good, like- though. This is like an aged Buffalo Trace. I'm not picking up on the sour mash. Are you? No. I could smell it. A hint of. It's not like yeah Tennessee whiskey though. No, or no, 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 like no, no. That. Maybe I will. Maybe I'm starting to pick up on it. It's very subdued. It's like an aged Buffalo Trace, to me. Have you had Eagle Rare? Yeah. Okay. That uh, that's that to me is more of an aged. That that's basically what they said it is. Yeah, right? it's like a ten year Buffalo Trace, basically, which can't find those anymore. Either. So this is like a single barrel Eagle Rare. Could be <laughs> close. To I'm trying that. to remember this, but a mash sour bill. mash, different yeah, mash, sour bill. mash. Is this the same mash bill as like? Blanton's, I want to say, and Hancock's Reserve, like their single barrels. I want to say that it's in that mash bill number two for Buffalo Trace. If anyone listens to this... I have verification that no one does. Yeah. (laughs) But I want to say that this is mash bill number two. The same mash bill as Blanton's and um, they have another single barrel product called uh, Hancock's Reserve. Which is a eighty-eight point nine proof um, whiskey, which I, I have that too. Um, but yeah, it's in the same mash bill as Blanton's. Okay. And Matt Blanton's is just ninety-three or three proofs higher, and not a sour mash. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> so then they sour it by taking some of the old beer. Let's call it the wort. Yeah. Before they, like before that. they distill it, mm-hmm. that they, they sour, they let sour, and they add that to the new batch of wort before they still distill it. I think that's what oh, the okay. sour mash process is. Gotcha. I hear they do that with uh, like Guinness too. Some some of those Irish beers, they let it sour and they introduce it to the new batch of beer. I heard. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not a. I'm not an expert on Guinness, but yeah, but Buffalo Trace products don't get me wrong; they're they're all good. Um, but the hype is real. I mean, everything that they make is basically gold. Um, yeah, like the Pappy Van Winkles once they Sazerac Company bought that and then let it Buffalo Trace distill it. <laughs> People are just they, their popularity just went off the charts just because of that. And then um, the Weller products that they make, which is the same weeded mash bill as Pappy. So when people buy those products, they're like, well, if I can't get Pappy, I can get Weller. Because that's the closest thing to Pappy I can get. So then you can't get Weller anymore either. Or if you do see it, it's going to be... Like we went to Justin's House of Bourbon in Louisville and was able to get that stuff on the shelf until you look at those prices 
You're like, uh-huh. uh, how much? Uh-huh. I told Emily, I was like, don't touch those bottles. Because <laughs> if we break one of these, I'm going to be paying for a 300 and plus broken bottle. After Buffalo Trace, we, we went, uh, got some lunch, but we also went looking for bourbon cream. Mm-hmm. Like big bottles of bourbon cream. Went to a few stores. They had a bottle of Pappy up on the shelf. $1,000. And what year? 15 or something? Yeah, 15. $1,000. Okay. Crazy. Ah, never mind. Yeah. So after Buffalo Trace, we, we broke off. Um, but before we, can, before we stop, let's back up on Buffalo Trace. One of the interesting facts that she said about Buffalo Trace was they after four years it's not ready to bottle they individually check each barrel oh yeah that's if true. it's ready and if it's ready then they bottle it so you know that's kind of like hand selecting every barrel barrel for bottling that's which is awesome i thought and if it's not ready they just let it sit for another year or so in the in the barrel until it's ready mm-hmm. I thought that was man that's great yeah i forgot about that she said that yeah that was cool <clears throat> Trying to remember anything else mm. with Buffalo Trace. Didn't get to meet Freddie Johnson, but one of our friends did. Was kind of sad about that. <laughs> one of the it was like him. an amusement park in a sense. Yeah, it was crazy. The people were just everywhere. Yeah, it was crazy. We were. I was in line checking out. I had two blant bottles of Blantons on me, and everybody kept coming up to me like, "Hey, excuse me, sir, uh, where'd you get those bottles?" After about the third time, I'm like, uh... We're at Buffalo Trace, so I'm here. They're behind the stairs, over that way. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. We were getting some mean looks after, too. Because everyone wanted Blanton mm-hmm. so bad. But, yeah. All that Buffalo Trace sitting right in front of them. No one wants it. So, after Buffalo Trace, the Dylan... His wife and another couple broke off, and you guys went horseback riding. Horseback right? riding, yeah. And then my wife and another couple broke off, and we went to Lexington. Um, so we drove from Frankfurt, where Buffalo Trace is, to Lexington. Um, he has a bar in his house, and what he wants to do is uh, get a bunch of barrel staves as his uh, main focus to his bar. And Dylan wanted some too. Did you actually yeah, get them? Okay. I picked up a little bundle. So, <clears throat> this guy wanted us to give him a good review, which I didn't say I was going to do it on the podcast. But right in Lexington, uh, Mark Miller Woodworks. Uh, the cool thing about him. Um, Is it like a Cooper where he actually makes barrels? Or do they pack them up I, for. I, I think he tastes the old barrels. And then he makes, like, furniture, stuff like that. I think that's what he uh, does. So, um, you can follow him at MillerFraming.com or BourbonBarrelKY.com. He has a lot of stuff on his card. Or or he could just go to MarkMillerWoodworks.com. Now, the cool thing about him, our buddy, me and Dylan's bud... Staves are expensive, super pricey. So they were doing all their research before they even went on this Kentucky trip, and it was just outrageous, the prices of used staves and stuff. But Mark Miller Woodworks has them at a great price. Now, when you do go there, if someone's listening to this, if they want some staves, make sure you just bring cash because that's just how he (laughs) does things. So they're like a dollar, two dollars a piece, five bucks a piece, and um, yeah, it was it was really cool. So we went in there. He, he bought like yeah a lot. I want to say like <laughs> seventy of them. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot. So me and him were like just loading them up in the car, and they're filthy because all the char charcoal and stuff. Yeah, they're burnt. But we noticed that there were some dark bottles <laughs> of whiskey. In that place. So Kevin was like, hey man, I see you like some whiskey. He was like, oh yeah, I finished my own stuff or used the staves and stuff. And he had this old Forester that was finished in a cognac barrel that he got. And he let us try it. And man, it was delightful. Huh. Super good. 
So again, MarkMillerWoodworks.com. And he's right in Lexington, Kentucky. It's a warehouse and shop. And, you know, he does custom engravings. Um, anything that involves with some type of decor with Steve's, he's your man. And if you want to have Steve so you could, you know, age some whiskey in there or whatever, that's cool too. Because I think that's what you're attending to do, right? That's cool. Um, so what else did you guys do in Lexington? Um, we actually went to a brewery too, which was pretty cool. Um, can't remember the name of it now. <laughs> but they had some good stuff on tap. Hmm. So we, we did that. It was... The weather was nice. Yeah. And then uh, we came back to an Airbnb and had a couple of pours, and then you guys showed up. Came back. We ended up finding uh, a bunch of at the liquor barn. Mm-hmm. We, found we, we went there too. A bunch of uh, in Lexington. Buffalo Trace uh, cream, uh, bourbon, yeah, bourbon cream. cream. Yeah. And we bought a bunch of bottles. Some were for friends, but. That's that's a place you might if you're into it you might you might find it there. And I also found that Bell Blair, that bottle of Bell Blair that day at one of the liquor stores I stopped at. But uh, yeah, it was a good day. That was a really good day. What else did we do that day? Anything? We just went back. Yeah, just chilled. Chilled back at the house. I forgot about this on Monday. I actually went to the Neat Bottle Bar too, which was a cool place. Um, they do. It's a vintage bar. And we actually went there oh, yeah. Thursday, too, after Jack yeah, Fry's. Yeah, yeah. So if you guys want to check them out, Neat Bottle Bar in Nulu. Um, actually, that's where I got my Wild Turkey 13-year, the Japanese release. Mm-hmm. I got that for a pretty good price, and then we went back there and that Thursday with Dill and had some I got to try whiskey. a... Uh... Yeah, Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker Red yeah, Label. we both got the 19... From 1970. Yeah, it was delightful. It was, uh... There was... I can tell you this about something that old. It was about half full when we had, drank out. Yeah, it. pretty much. Yeah. It's from 1970, and it was like two, two parts of whiskey. It was like distinctive, separate whiskeys in one. Because you could taste the, uh... You know the the cask and the the spirit influence, and more more like more like the cask only, not so much the spirit as one separate entity, and then somewhere else it was a completely separate thing, was like the roughness of the spirit of being a red label because it's just yeah. you know a cheap blend, and that was like a totally separate part. Which yeah. was weird. I yeah. thought it was like, wow, this is. It uh, was good though, man. It was, was good. crazy. It, the nose was fantastic. It was crazy. It's like they just don't make whiskey like they <laughs> used to, uh, compared to the stuff that we and had. I think that age really did something it, to it too. Yeah, it is. It, it was phenomenal. You're talking fifty years in that bottle. Almost. I don't know how they even get around that. there. I don't know how you even come with, up with all those vintage bottles. It's crazy. Um, so we did that Monday and then went back Thursday and then this brings us to Saturday. We did two tours on Saturday. Um, my first one was at Jim Beam, which I was excited about. Um, but at the same time, kind of underwhelming for me. I don't know about everyone else. Mm. It, it was okay. Yeah. It was not coming from makers and, and even pro prohibition craft when me and emily just went there i will pit that tour over <laughs> jim beam and that's a craft distillery they're not even big time yet and it was a short tour and it was just personal cool um jim beam on the other hand uh yeah. i don't know it uh i could say this uh they spent a lot of money revamping the tour and you could tell it was yeah. it was it was high class uh, all around every room you went into it was it was you could tell they spent a lot of money on it's it. It's like they tried to wow you with their fancy toys, but <laughs> I the don't know. Tour guide 
was this real sweaty dude. <laughs> and he's a sweat rolling on. It wasn't a hot day or anything. No. And he's just got sweat beating up on him on his forehead all the whole tour. Okay. And you couldn't hear him most of the time either. And he talked so loud. I he, couldn't hear him well, well, in some parts. Well, yeah. When we were yeah. around like equipment or something yeah. like that, you couldn't hear him. But he would just like, as I'm talking, it's <laughs> the loudest he could talk. Which, you know, I, I guess that's yeah. important that you, people can and, hear you. But And plus they just had a, a new Booker's release and... You know, we couldn't even get a chance to even do that. Yeah, they they were like all After sold we, out of everything. To, to people that didn't even do the tour or anything. So, and we actually paid for that tour and couldn't even get a bottle. The best thing that we could do was get a, you bottle know, a Knob Creek nine one hundred twenty proof yeah, or something, right? Which is all right. That's but, good. But yeah. it would have been nice to have something. That's kind of cool that you can. I mean, parts of it were cool. Seeing that still. Was oh, pretty yeah, cool. That, that was cool. Because they got that this still, cool. they got this thing. It's like a, it's like you know where, uh, where you where, they're, um, manufacturing gasoline. You ever see one of those machines? Yeah. It's a column thing that yeah. is like super. It's real industrial. Mm-hmm. And it's like you know, uh, I don't know, 150 feet tall. It's something. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like a miniature version of that. It was like 76 inches wide. And they, Five they, what, stories, four stories tall. And what they say is the hardest working still, right? Or yeah, something like hardest that. working still. It never stops running. Yeah. And they just kind of switch over like, don't go, from one get thing me wrong. to another. I do love being products. It's like my profile. I like that dusty peanut shell, peanut butter taste. And I like their stuff. So when we were going there, I, I'm thinking like, man, my mind is going to be blown. And it, it really wasn't. Yeah, I was yeah. already ready to go to the second place, which brings us to uh, Bar Salem Bourbon Company, which I'm a fanboy of them as well. And the Rick houses were pretty cool at uh, Jim Beam. Oh yeah, they were. I mean, they were. you walk into one of those Rick houses, yeah, they're and they're old like, school. Yeah, this is old stuff. Yeah, it's been old school, for, just like Buffalo Trace and just like Buffalo and Trace. Makers. It hits you. The smell just blows you away. Yeah, which was crazy. It was awesome. It was good. And then we went to uh, Bartown Bourbon Company, and I think the tour that we did, which was personal, so it was just us on our on the tour, our group, and we did the barrel thieving, which was cool. That was a great and we're, tour. we were getting stuff straight from the barrel. So three barrels of their own distillate, because we know that they source right now and do all that science blending with their products but um coming up soon they're gonna have their own uh distillate like right. about five years old something yeah. like that but it's obviously going to be proof down because at 120 proof they were all three were tasting pretty good to me <laughs> and i like the high proof stuff but um they looking have, forward to that they had 11 rick houses all brand new yeah and which they walk rick, into one of those <laughs> their rick houses are like you can eat State off the, of the floor. Art. Yeah, you can eat off the floor yeah. in that place. And it, every piece of wood is like, you know, <laughs> super stationary, super yellow because yeah. it's like uh, not even seen oxygen for more than a couple of years. Yeah. So that was an impressive. Our tour guide was awesome, and um, we didn't spend too much time there after we did the barrel thieving. We went into the gift shop, and I bought the uh, triple stave um, bar sound product, which was so good. Pricey, you tried though. it? Yeah, that's right. It was the one that you sipped in the gift shop. I oh, think Emily yeah, yeah. handed it yeah, to you. Yeah. And I was like, because that, that, that was my main goal when we were going there. I was like, I got to get the triple stave. I hope that they have it for sale. Huh. And they did. Uh, and if anyone knows, you know, it is a pricey bottle, but it's worth it to me, I think, because, you know, <laughs> it's only at the distillery and you can only get it there. One thing I noticed on the the tasting when we were thieving them out of the barrel mm-hmm. was the uh, the the mouth feel, the unfiltered. You know, I even got chunks of charcoal in with it yeah. in my glass, and uh, the mouth feel is awesome. Why do they they don't uh, uh, Buffalo Trace when they're talking about Blantons? They said, okay, this is how we bottle it. It gets brought up here, the bottle comes in, we chill filter it. You know, it's like, why are you chill non, filtering it? Non-chill filter is the uh, way to go. That, you know, I could see why for scotch because it's so delicate. Yeah, yeah. 
But it makes a difference for Brings bourbon. me to my point. I'm glad you brought that up. There's one bottle, which is good. Super good chill filtered. And that's Rare Breed. And they have a non-chilled filter product that is only a, like an international release. And I can only imagine how that tastes. <laughs> and it, and it comes in a, and it comes in a liter. It comes in a liter. Uh-huh. Other than a 750. So I don't know how yeah, I can get my hands on that one. If you're going to sell in Europe, it's got to be unchill filtered. Hmm. It makes a difference, people. Seriously. Yeah, non-chill. Don't chill filter your bourbon. No. Please. Buffalo Trace, stop. <laughs> I, I mean, Stack, I know for sure they don't do it for that. But, you know, like Blanton's. Like, they, they actually have a Blanton's Gold, which is a 100 proof um, Blanton's. Obviously, we won't get our hands on that. Um, then they have a straight from the barrel Blantons, which that's the one that I want. Mm. Um, but yeah, but yeah, but what did they make with Buffalo Trace? Is what are there any tiers to the Buffalo Trace brand? Uh, Is it just Buffalo Trace? I would say that the same mash bill. That's mash bill one. So I think it's if I'm correct, Buffalo Trace, Eagle Rare, and then you got okay. Stack. So there's not like Buffalo Trace single barrel or no, anything no, like no, that. No, 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 okay. no, 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 that's too bad. Yeah, it'd be nice to see. But that. They, he got all those products with just different names. Eagle Rare Ten right. Stag Junior is pretty much like the barrel proof version of okay. Buffalo oh, okay. Trace, and then George T Stag is like the fifteen year, um, huh. barrel proof of. Okay, I think that's how it goes. <clears throat> but yeah. Um, yeah, it was a good week, and with the easy drive and all that stuff, I could see myself <laughs> going there at Another. least three times a year if I yeah. spaced it right, because it's worth it, especially if you yeah. go to some of the shops and stuff. Yeah, so much to do. I mean, everywhere you look, there's some gift shop distillery or whatever to yeah. jump into. Which... um Brings me back to Mark Miller Woodworks. He let us try this place called uh, Glens Creek Distilling, which is a craft distillery in there in Frankfurt. And um, he had some of their bottles. And he was like, oh, yeah, I got this honey finish that they got. And he let me and Kevin try that. And I'm like, <gasps> what? I was like, do they source? He was like, no, this is their own distillate. I'm like, are you sure? Because this is good. And we just didn't have time to go there. And I was like, man, that would have been more bottles I would have bought because that yeah. was phenomenal. I was like, these finished whiskeys are like just taking over now. And and they're just so good, especially if you do it right. But I still like the traditional stuff. But it's just a nice change of pace. No, I'm excited about all these blended things and finished things coming up. Like that Infinity Blend. <sighs> you know, that's... A- that's a level right there. Yeah. That's and a then, new bar for me. Then you had the Barstown Discovery 4 at my place, and that was a blend, too. Uh-huh. And that was phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're really, really good. I'm super, super excited about all the stuff coming out. So if anyone hasn't been to Kentucky, especially the Louisville, Lexington area, and, you know, where the distilleries are, you... You should go if you're a whiskey fan. I was just reading up on Buffalo Trace today, this morning, in my book. Mm-hmm. Did you know in 1810, okay, 200, almost 200 years ago, guess how many distilleries there were in Kentucky? Watch, uh, Buffalo Trace will be one, Four Roses, Wild Turkey. Jim Beam, Heaven Hill. Wait a second. Oh, you think uh, you got it? Wait. <laughs> I'm thinking of, you know, the major boys here. Yeah. Um, let's say I, I said, Buffalo Trace, Jim Beam, Four Roses, Heaven Hill, Wild Turkey trying to remember if I'm leaving someone else uh, Makers that's 6 Willet that's 7 I want to say man is it 7? 
Will it be seven? Well, that's your guess. Yeah, because I'm only thinking of the major boys. Yeah, and then if you threw in all the smaller ones, you you sum it all sum it all up yeah. to what? I, I know all the smaller ones. Eighteen ten, we're talking now. Uh, eighteen ten. Eighteen oh, ten, okay, not eighteen ninety. Eighteen ten. I want to say maybe four because I'm thinking of the older brands. Blew me away. Over two thousand. Over two thousand. Over two thousand. It was a boom town <laughs> for whiskey making back then. Wow. It, it was like the gold rush, but everybody's running there to make set up a still and make whiskey. Moonshiners were starting oh, businesses. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Well, that makes a lot of sense too. Yeah. And that weird. Yeah. But people kept the del- the door down. But Buffalo for, Traces, you know, yeah. right in there. Well, with uh, those places making stuff. <laughs> like, getting to the point like, wait, where's your permit or whatever, especially. <laughs> I mean, and, and abusive with it, too, not like physical abuse. But we learned this on Prohibition Craft Tour, how they forced them to empty all all the barrels out and the police are just sitting there watching them like yeah pour it out yeah <laughs> you know you're doing against <laughs> like uh-huh. come on man that's torture <laughs> didn't did she say they made they did make something though they like medicine they yeah they, they made it medicinal they and, made a medicinal something yeah, or other during yeah. that time which was alcohol yeah that's probably how they got by old pappy's elixir <laughs> And plus, beer was probably prominent back then, too. But who knows, man. But, yeah, that that was our trip. That was great. Yeah, it was. I'll definitely I'll, definitely go back yeah, again. I'm, I'm heading down there again. I mean, think about it. Five hours to Michigan, five hours to Louisville. Take your pick. Yeah. Nothing against Michigan, but. Yeah, you know, Michigan's got its own thing. Mm-hmm. They got some good stuff out there. Um, but yeah, if you're going to do Kentucky, do it. it you, right. you learn about history and it's yeah. cool. There's, and there's some old, it's an old city, you know, <laughs> you can tell it's old. There's some history there. That's really cool. Okay. Let's rate this thing. Let's talk yeah. about the Elmer T. Lee. So you're thinking about $40 here. I'm going to say, okay, it's delightful. I would jump at the chance to buy this again if I could. Yeah. I would too for 40 bucks. For 40 bucks. And if you could see it. I know I'm going to rate it because it's it's worth 40 bucks. Yeah. I mean, it's like a, uh, it's a lot like Buffalo Trace, uh, but aged. So it's not as fiery. It's uh, a little more delicate. And it, what is it, 90 proof? I want to say that with my profile, I think I like Buffalo Trace better. Yeah, there's to more. Me. Yeah. To it's me, almost my like profile. they had to increase it to 90 proof mm-hmm. to get it to come out a little more. Because it's pretty subdued. Yeah. But 40 buck bourbon, a single barrel. So not all of these are going to be the same. So I'm pretty sure there's an Elmer T. Lee out there that someone has had that not their socks off. Mm-hmm. But that's just how single barrels are. Um, the sour mash thing is like on the level of new riff sour mash. It's it's not, it's a, it's which like, I never is had it there that. or isn't it there? I can't tell. Yeah, I never had new riff sour mash. Uh, it's like not even there. I mean, it's yeah. barely there. Which I'm not there. a sour mash guy. The one that I'm intrigued about is the toasted barrel from Mictors. They have a sour mash. But, um, yeah, that's huh. just, I haven't gotten to that much, even though I started off with the uh, Evan Williams Black Label Sour Mash when I was getting into whiskey. But I was m- mixing it with Coke and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how I started off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's your, your rating? 86. I'm going to say... I, I give this a 83. 83? 83. Yeah. Yeah. It's... If, a, if it was available all the time, 
And for forty bucks, yeah, you know, I'm my, saying if I could buy it for forty bucks, it'd be an eighty-six. Yeah, eighty-three for me, because this is a delight. It's delightful. I, I mean, know. it's like Buffalo Trace, but even more aged, and which is delightful. So Buffalo Trace, man, I yeah. have become a new fan. Yes, yeah, and I, uh, I've had it like one time before we went there, <laughs> and now going there and tasting it there, I don't know what that did to me. <laughs> it's yeah, it did yeah. something to me, mm-hmm. but I'm a fan now. Yeah. Good stuff. Mm. So, Elmer T. Yeah. Lee. Hopefully people can... <laughs> you guys can find it. And if you do find it, hopefully you can find it for 40 bucks. Yeah, don't don't pay hundreds of dollars for this. I will say the far as I would go, just to have it in my collection again, just because I knew it was sought after. I, I could see myself paying maybe 60 to 70 bucks if I found it. You but, know, looking back on the episodes we've done, you've brought over quite a few really good bourbons mm-hmm. for $70 or $60. Yeah. If you're going to be spending 150 or whatever dollars on this, I no. would just, I'd buy two bottles of the stuff we've already covered. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like, you know, way better. Yeah. For that money. For 150 Yeah, this is, this is no old Elk Infinity one no. here. <laughs> no, you're dropping 150. Go for the old Infinity Blend for sure. Yeah, it's got that Buffalo Trace character. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Through and through. It, it, it has the Buffalo Trace profile. I, I see what you're saying. And as far as you saying its age, I I, I figured what you're saying. I, I could taste that this. Um, there's some oak there mm-hmm. on the back end. Yeah. yeah, I could. It's more oaky. Yeah, but I, I wish I knew the age, but it's not age stated, so I. Yeah, it just says aged, but you can tell it's more than Buffalo Trace because Buffalo Trace is like has that a little bit of a fiery, a little more fire to it. Yeah, I think and it's Buffalo 80 proof, right? No, it's ninety. Oh, it's ninety. Yeah, okay. I want to say Buffalo Trace is is it six to eight years? I I can't remember what it is, but um, it, it's aged for a while, so. That that's why I'm intrigued about this oak presence here, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't they not put the age statement on there? Probably because it's single barrel and everyone is like they're Different. saying it's like just well, like with, this one's ready, this one isn't ready. Yeah, just like with Blanton's. But yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely worth it. In my book, going yeah. down there was an awesome. awesome and trip. I want to go to the other ones too, like Dylan needs to experience makers. Um, yeah i want to go to four roses we went there but we didn't go on the tour i just went to the gift shop want to see wild turkey i'm gonna go out there and there's so many craft distilleries that are good around kentucky too that we even didn't scratch the surface yeah yeah <laughs> of so like i said plenty more trips in the near future definitely and even though this is a kentucky episode we're not forgetting about our people in wisconsin so I know there's some at least three good ones here. Yeah, <laughs> we may uh, we may do that in the in the near future as uh, go out out west in Wisconsin and hit a few of those places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, J. Henry, Dancing Goat, uh, Driftless. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be awesome. They make good stuff too. So the that place that makes Kirkland Light. <laughs> yeah. For, for sure. That's in uh, Madison, I Can't think. wait. Can't wait Near for there? that place. Actually, right now, at the time of this recording, they're actually having a whiskey festival in uh, in Madison, and they are pouring some good stuff down there. Mm. I don't know how that got by me, but <laughs> I did not know anything about it until I got here today for recording. Oh, really? I was like, oh, man, I didn't know this was happening. But uh, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, they're not reaching out to us, you know. Nah, we're just not on. No, the they happen. We just been too busy. <laughs> been we got to turn busy. them down, man. Yeah, well, we can't make it. Our schedule is just as. <laughs> it has been crazy for all of us, but yeah, one of these days we'll we get out there. Actually, I think we might have something in the works. So, I've been talking to someone to try to give us a tour so we can do some recording there and stuff. Hopefully, it works out. We'll see. Yeah, All right. All right, man. That was good.
wars, but it seems like it stopped in 2009. But I don't know if there are more awards somewhere else, but I'm like, 2009.